Alright, uh, looks like we have a uh, sunflower matzav going on outside. Uh, thankfully, we haven't, things haven't been so sunflowery recently, which is very nice. Um, but uh, hopefully these people will realize that um, I'm recording Babylon Talmud and they'll kindly uh, relocate. Today, oh, um, right, for Jordan, um, how are you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're setting up Memalaf, top 41 of Mesech Tegin. Friends, the sunflower people outside, friends, maybe, uh, Hillel, Hillel, if you're, uh, maybe if you're at Shukmach Yehuda, maybe you can run over here to the park and uh, say, hey, people, uh, can you keep it down, you know? All right. Uh, or maybe if Rabbi uh, Yisrael is walking by or Yanki Lazar, any of the, any of the people who uh, are walking around the area, just uh, ask the sunflower people to maybe, uh, you know, uh, uh, go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on the Daf Memunud Beis. Oh, oh, Givaldi, we're at the Mishnah on Daf Memunud Beis, and uh, okay, we're talking. We're going to learn two Mishnahs today. I'm talking about Beetsim, different uh, scenarios of Avodim. Okay, um, so we're going to start the Mishnah on Daf Memunud Beis. Evet Shasor Rabu Aputiki Laachirim. Okay, so um, um. Shimon lends a thousand dollars to Reuven. Reuven says, "Okay, thank you very much. I will pay you back. If I don't pay you back, here's my evid. Right, my evid is your evid. If I don't pay you back, v'shicharo." But then he frees him. The, the kasha is who's who's freeing the evid. It's going to be machlokus in the Gemara. This whole Mishnah is like unclear. You know, we have to sort of understand it through the lens of the Gemara. Um, the Ebed is not high of anything, but because of Tikkun Olam, we force the master of Osa Oso Ben Chorin, and we make him free, because of Shtar Aldomov, and then we write a, 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 a Shtar for his value. Uh, he doesn't write it, he frees him. In order to understand the mission, you really have to, you can't really understand the mission without the Gemara. So, I mean, I did a horrible translation there, but Mamash, we're about to jump into trying to figure out what, how do you understand this Mishnah? So, says the Gemara, Evet Shasor Rabba Patiki Veshichuro. Okay. So, you have Epis, uh, in Evet. So, well, really, you have a Reuven and a Shimon. So, Shimon lends a thousand dollars to Reuven. And Reuven says, look, if I don't pay you back, you can have my Evet. One second, I gotta rub my nose, because my nose needs a little rubbing. Okay, but hopefully we can sort that out, because, you know, we gotta go fight there. I can't just be rubbing my nose. Okay. Me, Shichuro. Oh. So the Gemara jumps right into it. So now who's doing the freeing over here? Okay, so again, so the matzav is Shimon lends a thousand dollars to Reuven. <clears throat> Reuven says, if I don't pay you back, Shimon, my Evid is yours. Now what exactly happens? Me Shikhro, who's freeing the Evid? So I'm a Rab, says Rab, Rabo Rishon, it's uh, uh, Reuven, right? The master, Reuven. Reuven, right? Reuven is the borrower and Reuven, it's Reuven's Evid and Shimon is the lender. So Reuven frees his Evid. You know, so after having told Shimon that if he doesn't pay him back, then he can have the Evid, he then goes and frees the Evid. Now, Shura Sadin, Eno Evid, Chayev Klum, Lerabo Sheni. Now, once the Evid is free, so he doesn't hold anything to Shimon, right? Meaning, uh, he's, uh, the Evid is free, he's moving on with his life. 
Kidurave, like Rave, Domurave, Hektish Chomets, Veshikur, Mafkimi de Shibut. Right? That by Hektish Chomets and Shikur, there's no Shibut. What the heck does that mean? It means that if you have, let's say, a cow, right? And the cow was, was Meshubit to alone. And then you make the cow to a Corbin. So, so, it's no longer Meshubit alone. Chomets, right? If you have Chomets, right? If you have Chomets, that's Meshubit to alone. Um, and then, and then, um, Right, uh, you you you, uh, um, you borrowed money from over Chom. You made chometz meshubet alone. Now it's Pesach, and it becomes chometz over love of Pesach. It's no longer meshubet alone after Pesach, um, as well as shichur. If you have an eved, that's meshubet alone, like like in this example, right? Ruvain says that if I don't pay you back, my eved is yours. But then he's meshachar the uh, eved sumafkin midei shibud. So then there's no longer a shibud. Um, and, and the Evid is, is free. So the Evid is not beholding to Shimon at all. Olam, but because of Tikkun Olam, Shema Bashuk, because maybe Shimon is going to, you know, notice the Evid in the marketplace, Viyomalo, and he's going to say to the now Ben Chorin, but who was an Evid, Av, Avdi Uta, you are my Evid. And if Shimon does this, right, so, Ruvain freed the Evid. The Evid is no longer an Evid. Shimon has not, has nothing to do with the Evid anymore. But we're concerned that maybe Shimon is going to see the, the, um, you know, the once Evid and say to the Evid, you're my Evid. And then people are going to, you know, the Yentis in the bungalow colony on Shabbos afternoon are going to, you know, one of them was there when this happened and she takes note of it and they're going to be sitting around on Shabbos afternoon eating and uh, you know, drinking Diet Coke and low fat uh, mandel bread. And talking about uh, everybody, and somebody, th- and this Yent is gonna recall what what what, uh, what she saw. That uh, apparently this guy is an Evid, and they're gonna say that uh, you know they're gonna say that the children are of other uh, the Yent, the Yent. You know you have to be concerned about the Yentis. So so be out of concern of the Yentis. So so Kofin is Rabo Shani. So we force um, Shimon. The Ose also Ben Chorin, and he um, makes him Beetzim a Ben Chorin, the Chosev Eved Shtar Aldoma. So, so what we do is we, um, we, um, where am I? So, 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 so again, so what happened? So, so Beetzim Ruvain freed his Eved. We're concerned that Shimon is maybe gonna see him in the market and create a whole mess with the Yentis. So, Shimon frees. Meaning, uh, the Evid is already free, but Shimon and Les writes him again, Shechur. Right? But also, also Ben Chorin. Right? The Chosev Evid. Right? So, 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 so Shimon makes the Evid free, even though he's already free. The Chosev Evid Shtar Adomov. And then the, um, and then the, the, the Evid, uh, pays the, uh, Shimon his, uh, value. So that they can kind of close up this, uh, whole thing. Well, Reb Shimon Ben Gamliel says, um, no, it's not the, it's not the, um, it's not the Evid who has to write this star and pay the uh, Shimon. Rather, it is the uh, the uh, Meshachar, the the um, uh, Reuven has to write this uh, document. But Mike what is the machlokas between um, um, uh, the Tanakam and Reb Shimon? Tanakam who says that the Eved has to pay and and has to write the document, and Reb Shimon Gamliel who says that the that Reuven has to write the document. 
Machlokas is, how do you deal with a situation where somebody deliberately de- ruined the Shibud, right? The arrangement that Reuven and Shimon had was that if Reuven fails to pay back Shimon, so then the Eved goes to Shimon. Reuven then goes ahead and frees his Eved, ruining the, the, the arrangement that he had with Shimon, right? Reuven freed his Eved, uh, ruining the arrangement that he had with Shimon. So, so what happens in that case where somebody ruins this arrangement? So the Ma'asavar Chayev. So so Shimon says that Reuven is Chayev, and therefore Reuven has to write this uh, document to uh, um, to uh, Shimon for the value of the Eved. Ma'asavar Potter. Whereas um, the Tanakhama says that Reuven is Potter, and therefore the Eved has to write this uh, document. It's Manami. It's also stated Hamazik Shibudo Shachaveru. If somebody damages. The um, shibud of his uh, fellow, uh, then we arrive at this exact machlokas between Rabbanon and the Rabbanon about how do we treat somebody who ruins a shibud. Ula Omar. Now Ula explains the Mishnah differently. Who's the one who's freeing the Eved? Rabosheni. Shimon. Okay, so Reuven borrows $1,000 from Shimon. Reuven says to Shimon, if I don't pay you back, then my Evid is yours. Shimon then frees the Evid. Now, obviously, Shimon can't actually free the Evid. It's not his Evid, right? Reuven hasn't yet defaulted on the loan. Shura Sadin, Eino Evid Chayev Klum B'mitzvis. So, you know, technically speaking, Shimon freeing the Evid means nothing. And the Eved, right, an Eved is, of course, is Chayv and Mitzvah like an Eved Knani, is Chayv and Mitzvah like an Isha, like a woman is. Once he goes free, he becomes a full-fledged Yid, and he's Chayv and Mitzvah like a man is. Now, so what the Gemara is saying is, when Shimon frees the Eved, there's no change in his status, and, you know, in terms of that now he'd be Chayv and more Mitzvah if he's free, but he's not free. There's no change in his status. Ela, tikun olam. But because of Tikkun Olam, that now that Shimon um, freed this Evid, even though he had no, you know, he, he couldn't, he didn't have the power to do that, but now people are saying, right, the Yentists in the bungalow colony on Shabbos afternoon um, are sitting around and they're talking about, did you hear that um, this Evid is free now? So Kofinus Rabo Rishin, so, because Shimon now caused the Yentis to know, to, 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 to think that the Evid is free, so at this point we force Ruve now to, um, free the Evid. Now, the thing is that the Evid is worth more than the loan, right? The Evid is worth more than a thousand dollars. And now, so Ruve borrowed a thousand dollars, but now he's being forced to free his Evid. The Ose also ben Chorin. So, um, um, Ruve frees the Evid. The Chosev Evid, and the Eved, now that he goes free, he writes a document to Ruvain, his previous master, saying that, you know, I'm worth $100,000, you borrowed $1,000, I will get back to you with uh, $99,000. Um, fine. Omer says, uh, ben, uh, okay, fine. Uh, fine. Okay, so it's the Evid writing the, uh, the, uh, document. Whereas Rabshimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
make up the difference to Ruven. The question is, damage that isn't recognizable, right? Meaning, uh, Shimon caused Ruven damage. He just, right, he lost his Evan now because of what Shimon did. But it's not recognizable. Right? He didn't, you know, break something. Um, so the question is, is it considered Nezek that uh, that Shimon would be responsible for? So Shimon Gamil says, yes, it is considered Hezek, and therefore Shimon has to pay for it. Whereas Tanakame says that... Um, Whereas the Tanakhama says that, no, it's not, and therefore um, the Eved, Shimon is not responsible for it, the Eved writes that document for the difference. Fine. Ula, my time, Leomar, Kirab. Ula, who says that it is um, Shimon who's freeing the Eved. How come he doesn't say, like, Rab, who says that it's Ruven who's freeing the Eved? So, Amr Loch, Shani, Rabo, Korisle. So, Ula would say, well, the reason why it is um where am i what what yeah what who what what ula my time lo amar kirav oh wait what yeah oh yeah exactly ula how come ula doesn't say like rav rav says that it's ruven who's freeing him right so how come ula doesn't say that it's ruven who's freeing him so because amalach ula will say to you shani rabo karile is um, um shimon called his Rob is master, meaning because in, in, in Rob's scenario, um, Shimon needs, uh, Shimon, we force Shimon to, um, write a get shikhra, right? And what does it say in the Mishnah? Okay. Right? It says that, that we then force Rob as master to make him a ben chor. Now, in Rob's scenario, that is Shimon, but Shimon's not his master. So therefore, um, Ula prefers his interpretation where um, Shimon is the one who frees him and it's uh, Ruvain who needs to write this um, document. Okay, uh, fine. Well, no, sorry. It's not, 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 Ru- not, not Ruvain is writing the document, but Ruvain is going to, we force Ruvain to free him, right? Meaning in, 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 Sh- in Ula's scenario, it's Shimon who's, fr- who's, who's um, you know, saying that the Evid is free, and because he said that, we then force Ruven to, to actually free him. Rab, my time, and how come Rab doesn't say like Ula? Well, because the Mishnah says, and he freed him, right? And, and Rab says, yeah, but in Ula's case, Shimon isn't actually uh, freeing him, so therefore it can't be Shimon. Okay, fine. Okay, so if Shimon lends Reuven a thousand dollars, Reuven borrows a thousand dollars from Shimon, um, and Reuven says to Shimon, "Look, if I don't pay you back, so then this field is yours." And then the field gets ruined; it gets drowned. You know, rain it gets ruined, it gets flooded. Ami Shapenoye Amr Yochanan says, "Ami Shapenoye in the name of Yochanan." I don't think that this is my understanding. Is that this is not Reb Ami. This is. So maybe name Rab Ami Vardino or something, but I don't think it is the regular Rab Ami. Even though Rab Ami often quotes Rab Yochanan, but maybe it is. I don't know. But Ami Shapenoye Om Rab Yochanan Eino Gove Mishar Nechosim. So it says Ami Shapenoye that Shimon cannot collect from other property, right? Meaning Ruven was Mishabed a field to Shimon, 
as part of the loan, the field got ruined. Shimon cannot say, okay, I'll take a different field. Whereas Avud Shmuel says, sure, Shimon can take from, from different property. But just because his name is, is Amir, Ami the beautiful, but he says things that, that aren't beautiful. Meaning, uh, right, because all, all the arrangement was, what was the arrangement? It was a sadeu apitipki lachem. He didn't say this specific field. He said, look, you know, I'm going to give you a field if, if I don't pay you back. But he should be able to take from other, you know, if that field gets ruined, so let, it, so let Shimon collect from other fields. So the Targim Shmaite will explain that Amish is talking about the Amalei, lo ye l'cha peron elo mizo. Well, it's talking about a situation where Ruven said to Shimon, if I don't pay back this specific field and no other will be Meshubad to the loan, and it, therefore, if it gets ruined, um, Shimon can't collect from other properties. Tanin Amiyachi Mitaka. Also, learn in a price like this, also Sadeo Aputiki Laacher, that if uh, Ruven makes his field Meshubad um, to a loan, Vishat Vanar, and then the field gets uh, ruined and, you know, gets drowned in a river. Shimon can collect from other property. But if Ruben says that you, I will pay you back only from this field specifically, then Shimon cannot collect from other fields. We have another Bryce that says that if Ruben makes his field Meshuba uh, to Shimon, Alternatively, if a fellow makes his uh, field meshubah um, to, uh, to for his wife to pay for his wife's ksuba, govin mishar nechosim, so uh, his wife or Shimon can collect from other property if they need to. Shimon ben Gamliel Omer balchov govin mishar nechosim. Shimon ben Gamliel says that that uh, Shimon can collect from other properties, but isha ena govin mishar nechosim. But his his wife, if something happened to that field. Uh, she wouldn't collect from other fields. Because um, um, we, the assumption is that his wife would not want a situation where, you know, if this field is sold or something happens to it, then she has to go to the next field. Then she's got to, you know, kind of work out with all the different purchases, purchasers, you know, who purchased first, who purchased second, and figure out, you know, who she's going to collect from. And it becomes too complicated and she's not going to want that and therefore at the time when she accepted her or, you know the ksuba it was assuming that it's the specific field that's referred to the ksuba and no other okay and now we get to a new mishnah uh which talks about okay let's see what it talks about oh so if you have a fellow who is um he was an evid but now he's a 50 percent evid 50 percent evid 50 percent ben chorin so Basil says, alright, you have this guy who's 50% each, right? So let's say, for example, you have an Eved who's jointly owned by two people. One of them frees his half of the Eved. The other one keeps it. So now you have this Eved who's 50, you know, 50% he's free, 50% he's an Eved. So says Basil, okay, well, Sundays he works for himself. Mondays he works for the master. Tuesday he works for him as, as a Ben Chorin. Wednesday he works as an Evid. He alternates days. Okay. Bishami Omer is Bishami says, Takantem is Rabu, Vesatsmulo Takantem. Bishami says to Basil, look, your arrangement works out well for, for the master who still owns a 50% share because he gets, he, you know, he, he gets what, what, what he's owed. Right? You know, if, you know, even when he, when, when they, when, when the 
Evid was owned by both partners. Essentially, he was only uh, um, um, able to get half of the value of what the Evid produces. So he continues to get half of the value, right? Sunday, uh, the Evid works for himself. Monday, he works for the master. So the master continues to get everything that he ever got. But but the Evid is, 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 is not in a good place because Lisa Shifcha Yevsher, the Evid can't marry a Shifcha Knainis anymore because Shekvar Chetzu Ben Chorin because he's 50% free. Bas Chorin Yevsher, and he can't marry a Jewish woman, Shekvar Chetzu Evid because he's still 50% Evid. Yibatel. So we'll say, okay, so, so let him just not, okay, so he won't get married, he won't have children. But the world was created in order to have children. That the Ebershah didn't create the world to be desolate. He created it to uh, be dwelled upon with people. So, so what do you do in this case? So what we do is we force the, the partner who still owes, owns half of the slave to free him. And the Eved then writes, uh, you know, to the master who just freed him. He, he writes him a document that he, that, that'll pay him, you know, 50% of his value that, uh, you know, he has to buy, he has to pay, you know, pay him for his, uh, loss. And Basil said to Beishamai, Yutaka, what you're saying makes sense. And they agreed with Beishamai that we would force the second owner to free his share as well. So says the Gemara that we learn in a Brisa that a fellow, if you have a fellow and he owns an Evid and he frees his Evid 50%. Rebbe Yomer Kono. So Rebbe says, okay, so the, the fellow, the Evid is now 50% free. Whereas the Chachomim say nisht. The Chachomim say nisht. No such thing. There's no, there's no such 50% freedom. Omer Rabba says Rabba Machlokas Bishtar. So it says Rabba that this Machlokas between the, between Rebbe and the Chachomim is with regard if he uh, uh, um, frees his Eved 50% using a document. I guess the document says you're 50% free and he gives it to him. The Rebbe, suffer, the Rebbe says that that works because Ve'efte lo nifdoso o chufsho lo nitan lo that the Pasuk says regarding Ashifcha Charufa that um you know, a shifcha is 50% free. It says, That is referring to kesef. That is referring to kesef. And it says, That she's redeemed, but also not redeemed. I.e., she's 50% redeemed. And that's with money. Or she wasn't uh, um, freed with a shtar, a document. So we compare that we're comparing, right? It says, which is a reference to Kesef, and it says, and Chufsha is a Shtar. So we're comparing a Shtar to Kesef. So, and just like by Kesef, um, everyone agrees that uh, she can be freed with, uh, with Kesef 50%. Now, I don't know how the master would free her with Kesef, unless it's talking about like a, maybe like a Kenyan Khalifin, like a Shvei Kesef, like a Kenyan Khalifin kind of thing. Uh, I, maybe that's Shvei Kesef, but Khalifin is considered Kesef, I think. So like maybe she gives him something, he picks it up, and by doing that, you know, she gets 50% of herself back. So Af Shtar Nami Ben Kulo Ben So also with a document, a document can be used to free 50%. So that is how Rebbe 
learns that um, even a document uh, can free an Evid 50%. Now, Verabonon, Gamri, Lolo Meisha. But the rabbis argue with Rebbe and they say, no, a star cannot free 50%, only 100%, because they learn Exeir Shavit. That it says, um, Lo, by a, by, by a Shifra, it says, um, 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 and also by um, uh, 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 divorce, it says the chos of law safer pieces not some So those are both talking about right. So therefore, uh, just like by divorce, it's talking about a document. So also by um, free right. We're talking about a document when we're, when we're freeing an evid and ma'isha chetzia lo. And just like when you divorce a um, woman with a document, it's a hundred percent divorce. There's no such thing as fifty percent divorce. So I've evid nami chetzio. Low. So also by an Eved, also, um, there wouldn't be a possibility for 50% freedom with a document of Abba Kesef, Divya Kol Kono. Um, but, but with Kesef, she can be freed 50%. Paduya, Vena Paduya, she would be, right, freed and not freed, i.e. 50% free. Okay. So according to Rabba, both Rebbe and the Chachamim agree that when it comes to Kesef, she can be, uh, 50% freed. However, when it comes to Ashtar, um, Rebbe says she can be 50% free because we compare shtar to kesef, whereas um, the Chachamim say that with a shtar she cannot be uh, 50% free because we compare it to a get where there's no 50% get. So let's say that the machlok uh, is between the Chachamim who learn it out from Xer Shava and Rebbe who learn it out from a he- who learns it out from a Hekish is the Marsov Akesha Adifa, Marsov Xer Shava Adifa, that Rebbe says that if you have to choose between a Hekish and a Xer Shava, a Hekish is stronger. Therefore we compare Shtar to Kesef. Whereas the Chacham say if you have to choose between a Xer Shava and a Hekish, a Xer Shava is stronger. Therefore they learn out, learn La La Meisha. And for the Gemara, La Nisht. The Chuli Amo, Xer Shava Adifa. No, everyone agrees that a Gzair is stronger than a Hekish. V'shayni Acho, but it's different. But over here, the reason why Rebbe does not use the Gzair is because the Ikala because you can ask a Kasha on that Gzair What's the Kasha you can ask on the Gzair Shavah? Ma'la Isha, she'kin ene yotze b'kesef. Tomer be'evet she'yotze b'kesef. That Rebbe looks at the Gzair of the Chacham. Right, that well, it says law by 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 isha, and it says law by uh, shifcha. So therefore, just like by uh, divorce, there's no fifty percent. So also by shifcha, there's no fifty percent. But says Revi, says Rebbe, there's an important difference between get isha and get shichur, which is that by freeing an eved, there's also another. There's there's more options. There's also the kesef option, and the kesef could be fifty percent. And therefore, says Rebbe, because there's more options when it comes to uh, freeing an Evid, so even there's more options also when it comes to Shtar, that there's a potential for a 50% Shtar. And therefore, he prefers, uh, 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 therefore, not to use the Gezer Shava and rather to use the Hekish that compares um, Shtar to Kesef to say that Shtar can also be 50%. For Yosef, Omar. So that was Rabba. So Rabba says that everybody agrees that when it comes to Kesef, you can do 50%. When it comes to Shtar, that's the Machlokas. Rebbe says it works 50% and the Chacham say it doesn't. Rav Yosef, Omar, Rav Yosef says Nisht. Machlokas be Kesef. The Machlokas between Rebbe and the Chacham is with regard to money. 
the Rebbe saw Rebbe Hefte Lo Niftasa Ptuya Vene Ptuya. Whereas, right, where, where, where Rebbe says, when the Pesach says, Vehefte lo so she's, she's redeemed, she's not redeemed, it means she's 50% redeemed. And that's talking about Kesef. Vehefte lo niftasa is Kesef. Whereas the Rabbonin argue, and they say, no, no, don't get carried away. Don't say, Vehefte lo niftasa means she's redeemed, she's not redeemed, she's 50% redeemed. Nah, the Torah is speaking the way the people speak. Vehefte lo niftasa means... She's not redeemed. She wasn't redeemed. Okay. But that wasn't uh, to say she's redeemed, she's not redeemed, she's 50% redeemed. Uh, that's not... Uh, the Torah was speaking the way the Torah is, the, the way the people speak, but don't, don't read into it too much. When it comes to a document, everyone agrees documents are uh, are 50%, are, are 100%. Documents are 100%. Um, uh, uh, right, 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 right. So when it says, um, where am I? What did I just say? So, so according to Rebbe, right, so everyone agrees that is talking about Kesef. Rebbe says means 50%. The rabbi said, no, it's just saying um, it's a regular way to talk, but it doesn't mean 50%. It means uh, entirely. Fine. Now, now um, when it comes to Shtar, however, um, it says with Yosef, everyone would agree that um, there's no 50% by Ishtar. Okay. Meisvei. We have a kasha, however. Hameshachar chatsi avdo b'shtar. Friends, you hear that? A, fe- a fellow who frees 50% of his ever <clears throat> with a document. Rebbe Omer Kono. Rebbe says that works. Acham Omer Lo Kono. Acham say that it doesn't work. Tiyufta to Rav Yosef, Tiyufta. So it's a kasha on Rav Yosef because Rav Yosef had said yeah, when it comes to the document, everyone agrees that um, that that it doesn't work fifty percent. Yet here we have a brisa explicitly saying that when it comes to document, that's punct where we have this machlokus between Rebbe and the Chacham. The Rebbe says that fifty percent does work by a document, and then Frakti Gemara Bishtar who the plige lo plige. I'm sorry. So let's say it's taka double whammy on Rav Yosef, right? Because the what's the Bryce is saying? The Bryce is saying that when it comes to Shtar, there's a machlokas between Rebbe and the Rabbonon. So that's question number one on Rav Yosef, which is that Rav Yosef said that when it comes to Shtar, everyone agrees that there's no 50%. And yet we have a Bryce explicitly saying that when it comes to Shtar, Rebbe says that there is 50%. And question number two is that this implies that the machlokas is dafka by shtar, but by kesef, everyone would agree that there is 50%, which is question number two on Rav Yosef, who says that by kesef, it's taka the machlokas. So, Amalach Rav Yosef, plige b'shtar v'adin b'kesef. Rav Yosef would respond and say, however, no. He says, look, I have to admit that when it comes to shtar, there's a machlokas there. Rebbe says 50% uh, is okay, and the Chacham say nisht. Okay, I have to admit that there's a price. I can't argue with the price. However, to say that that implies, however, that by Kesef everyone agrees that there's 50%, that I don't agree. I don't agree with that, with that implication. Guess what, says of Yosef? They argue by Shtar, but they also argue it's the same thing. They, they have the same argument when it comes to Kesef. That Rebbe says that, that by Kesef you can uh, uh, release 50%, but not, uh, uh, and the Chacham say that you cannot. And Rebbe Yosef continues and says the reason why the Brisa specifically mentions Shtar 
is the is to tell you the 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 extent of the position of Rebbe that even when by a star you can be uh, free you can free fifty percent veliflege bekesef lodiach hakochu derabbanon kochu derabbanon perfect the gemara but one second Rav Yosef why does the machlokas in the brayse need to be by star and to teach you the extent of the opinion of Rebbe that it says even by a star you can do fifty percent why not say fakert that why not have the machlokas by kesef and to teach you the the extent of the position of the rabbis who say that even by kesef you cannot do 50%. So, and for the Gemara, Koach Datero Adif. I don't know if I skipped it. Well, if we have to choose between uh, uh, having the Machlokas by Kesef to teach the, how, the, the extent of the Chacham's opinion that even by Kesef you can not free 50%, or if I had to choose between that and um, by a document to say, that right, right to teach that Rebbe is saying that you can even free fifty percent by a document. I'd prefer the document to teach the more lenient opinion of Rebbe because Koach Datera Adif. It's much more interesting to learn about a leniency than to learn about a stringency. Anybody can teach a stringency. A, len- a leniency is more interesting. Tashma coming here. Ve'avdei. So the pasuk says ve'avdei. That right when it comes to Kesef, um, you can uh, redeem her. She can be redeemed. Yochul Akol. Is it possible that only 100%? It says she's not redeemed. I might think that she's not redeemed at all. It says, but she is redeemed. Well, she can even be redeemed 50% with kesef. With money and equivalents of money. So all I know now is that she can be redeemed with kesef. And shifcha can be redeemed with kesef. How do I know that um, she can also be redeemed with a document? That is a reference to a document. And it says by a get isha, which is a document, it says So Sefer Krisus. So just like it says law by a shifcha, right? It says and it says law by a get isha where it says so just like by get isha it's with a document afkan bishtar so also by a shifcha she can be free with a shtar okay so all i know is that uh, she can be 50 percent freed with money or she can be 100 percent freed with um a document how do i know that even with a document she can be redeemed 50 percent Lo niftasa or chufshelo nitan lo. What says we have to learn niftasa, which is talking about kesef that she can be fifty percent freed with kesef. Or chufshelo nitan lo, but we then have chufsha, right, which is a document immediately afterwards. Makis shtar lekesef. We compare a shtar to the kesef. Makesef ben kulo ben chetzio. Just like by kesef, uh, the kesef can be used to free her entirely or fifty percent. Avshtar nami ben kulo ben chetzio. So also by a document, the document can free her uh, entirely or. 50%. So now, says the Gemara, So I understand according to Rav Yosef's opinion, that Rav Yosef had initially said that the Machlokas between Rebbe and the Chachamim is um, by Kesef, but by Shtar, everyone would agree that you can't do 50%. We proved him wrong from a Brisa. He then ended up saying, you know what? The Machlokas between Rebbe and the Chachamim is both by Kesef as well as by Shtar. Which means that Rebbe's opinion is that when it comes to Kesef, as well as when it comes to Shtar, 
you can free you can free a shifra in fifty percent. Now the Chacham would argue and say that both by Kesef and by Shtar you cannot do fifty percent, only hundred percent. But um, but according to Rav Yosef, he says Machlokas is both by Kesef and by Shtar. So whose opinion is this in the price that we just said that both by Kesef and by Shtar you can uh, release fifty percent? So Basuti Itosiv ha money. Rebbe, so after Rav Yosef, you know, admitted that the Machlokas is both by Kesef as well as by Shtar, so clearly the opinion in this price is Rebbe's opinion. The price says that uh, you can free her 50% both with Kesef and with the Shtar, according to Rav Yosef, that's the opinion of Rebbe. El Rabba, but according to Rabba, Rabba says that by Kesef, everyone's opinion, everyone agrees that you can release 50%. By Shtar, it's only the opinion of Rebbe. Well, if that's the case, then we should make that distinction in this Brisa, right? This Brisa makes it seem like it's all one opinion, right? It talks about Kesef, it talks about Shtar, it says you can do 50% by both. But according to Rabbi, you should have to make a distinction that Kesef isn't only one, everyone agrees, whereas opposed to Shtar, it's only the opinion of Rebbe. So Reisha de Vrakol, the Reisha is everybody agrees, the Sefer Rebbe, whereas the Sefer is only Rebbe. So Amalach Rabba, Rabba will say to you in Reisha de Vrakol, the Sefer Rebbe. Rabba will say, yeah, that's, that's correct. The first part is everybody's opinion. The second part is only Rebbe's opinion. Ravashi Omar Rebbe. Whereas Ravashi says, no, just even according to Rabba, you can still say, look, the, right, right, Rebbe wrote this entire thing. It's, uh, this isn't, this is, uh, referring to the opinion of, uh, Rebbe, who would say that it's both by the, the Kesef as well as, um, by the Shtar, and it's all just, this is, you know, Rebbe writing this, uh, Bryce. Now, our Mishnah, which says, talks about a fellow who is 50% Evid and 50% Ben Chorin. So, so I understand according to Rabba, So Rabba says that, well, you could say it's talking about where he was freed Bekesef, and it's according to, and, and, and everybody agrees that he's uh, freed with Kesef. Rav Yosef. Right, could be freed 50% with Kesef. Yosef, But if it's according to Rav Yosef, our Mishnah, which talks about being right, uh, an Evid who's 50% free and 50% uh, Evid, so that would be the opinion of Rebbe, not the opinion of the uh, rabbis. Because according to Rav Yosef, the rabbis never would allow you to, to free 50%, not by Kesef and not by Shtar. So Amar Ravina, Ravina says, But uh, Ravina says, yeah, but you can talk, uh, you could say, even according to Rav Yosef, it's talking about an Evid who's owned by two partners, and one of them freed, you know, his entire portion. And even Rav Yosef would say that the rabbis would agree that if he, you know, if you have two partners and, you know, one of them frees his entire portion, that would be acceptable, right? Where, where the rabbis say it's not okay is for it, one, if the Evid's owned by one person, you can't just uh, free him 50%. But if it's two people and one of them frees 100% of his 50% of his 50, you know, 50-50 ownership. Um, even the Chacham would agree that that works. Friends, that was the Mem Aleph of Masech I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.